Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Welcome back to Renegade Performance Radio. It's Zach Knopfling here and the G-Wizzy, Callum Gifford. Hello. Today, talking about the CrossFit Open and what you can be thinking about now in order to get your best performance, your best open experience possible come the 29th of February. Three months away. Three months. It's not a long time, but long enough to make some decent improvements, right? And so we're talking about having your personal best performance, like getting the most out of the experience, um, having a good time. What like, what do you think are the most common thing, mistakes that people make when we're referring to, say, general population athletes when they look at success in the open sea? The, I think the number one mistake that people make is looking at the leaderboard and comparing their results to other people on the leaderboard. Yes, the, um, the leaderboard comparison. Yeah. And then that leading to them thinking that they've done either well or crap. And yeah, I, I, I honestly I don't think there's many other mistakes. Other, apart from um, some of the points we're going to touch on, that would be the biggest one. Is people have put so much stock or have done in the past, um, have put so much stock into the leaderboard and where they place. And it's really a relative term. Success in the open is really a relative term. And um, comparing yourself to other people around the world and around the globe uh, can be a little bit of a, a detriment to people's psyche and their mental mm. um, approach to doing this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, first and foremost, right, there's movement standards in CrossFit, but you can just tell by looking at Instagram that, uh, particularly in the general population realm, mm. uh, that yes. some gyms don't hold those standards quite as strongly as others, and then, so that's going to make a massive detriment to it, so you've got like that aspect. Yep. Um, where you're not actually comparing uh, apples and apples, you're comparing apples and oranges. Um, And then you've also got the fact that really this journey, um, apart from those of you who have a chance of getting to the semi-finals or quarter-finals, if that's what your goal is, um, for the most of us, for the most people, the 75%, it is 75% now, yeah, 75% that don't make it to the quarter-finals, Yes. Yeah, because yeah. they've opened it to 25%, they've opened up to 25% yes. now. Yes. It used yeah, to be 85%. Yeah. Um, that it's really just about having your best open experience, right? Yep. Performing to the best of your ability. Um, and that's what the Open's really awesome for. Yep. Um, because it, you do get that competition environment, but in your home gym. Um, and so... For sure. Comparing you to you. Comparing you to you. You yesterday. That's yep, it. Today. Um, and so how do you actually do that? Like, What are the things that people could be looking for in their performance, which they can then define as a, and like it's going to be subjective most of the time, but well, some objective stuff, uh, but they can then define as a, a, a good performance, as a bit of a measure of they're doing well in the open for themselves. Uh, number one, performing <coughs> to your ability or performing to their ability. Now that could look different for everyone, but I guess... Um, knowing that you've gone and you, and you've put your best foot forward in mm. the workout is yeah like, and I define that. Well, I, I mean that could be defined in different ways. For me, I know when I've 
had a good performance in a workout and yeah. I know when I've been garbage um, yeah. and it's when I'm in control I've performed the movements well I've been smooth I've been deliberate about stuff like that like that kind of stuff hey, can be a good measure yeah. Yeah. and I stuck to my guns yeah. that can be a good measure for performing to your ability or a good way to say I perform to my ability in the workout that's number one I think yep and that's really the main thing that you'd be asking for yeah uh, what else you got um, so any kind of repeat workouts that pop up mm -hmm. during the Open, if you've been doing this for some time, every year we have some workout or a workout that has been done before in previous years. So uh, a comparison of your old former self to your current score, hopefully it's better, mm -hmm. um, is a good way to do that as well. Yep. Um, and there are lots of movements that, I mean, generally the Open workouts and movements are quite similar each year. Um, so even if you haven't got repeat workouts, you'll have repeat movements mm. from previous years so you can compare those so looking at like um your ability in those movements so maybe you get a first like a first bar muscle up yep. or maybe a first lift at a, hit, a weight that you normally don't lift yep, for sure which was yep. the next point anyway powering movements mm. in there so yep. that, that's kind of the same thing so comparing that or um performing movements for the first time getting those muscle ups holding on for 10 chest bar pull-ups when your previous best was five that kind of stuff which can happen in the open because a lot of gyms get around it and there Good are environment. some cool environments created yeah that, yeah but really it, it is an all-encompassing sort of um statement it's you showing up executing the workout well and performing to the best of your ability yep. and like that can sound wishy-washy but it's the reality mm. and um or it could sound cliche but cliches are a reality for a reason they're, yep. they're cliches for a reason because they're tried and true yep. and so <clears throat> i one of the things that i say to people is look for reasons why you've performed better or why you're better than where you were rather than for all the reasons as to why you're not where you want to be mm. it's super easy to go into a an event like the Open or any competition for that matter and come out with a list of all these reasons yeah. about why you're not where you want to be or the negatives and some of those can spur on a little bit of motivation and so it's okay to acknowledge them but not to define your entire success in them mm. and so that might be looking at things like your placing okay so you have no influence on how your competitors perform and so you might have had the best day in your life uh, best of whole event of your life and but your competitors just perform better on the day they executed better in the workout suited them better and you're defining yourself as a failure or that you haven't succeeded yeah. or you're less fit because your competitors were better whereas you've been working your butt off and you have improved heaps but you're just comparing or measuring the wrong things yeah. and so you're looking for reasons as to why you're not where you want to be or maybe you didn't perform as many reps in something or whatever it might be but whereas if you look for the reasons why you are better so Maybe you did execute a workout really well. Maybe you did um, perform a certain part faster than you've ever done before. Mm -hmm. You pee out a workout, you pee out a, a total rep, pee out a weight, whatever it might be. Um, or, and you just executed well. Look for all those reasons and put emphasis into that because that's the motivation that you need um, and the, the to build your confidence so that you stay in this game long enough so that you can keep improving and keep getting better as you get further into your journey. I feel like that works. This is this goes far beyond the open as well. People do the same at comps. They'll compare, or well, they'll they'll look at the leaderboard or where they fell in the weekend, and this can have a real negative effect on whether people. Mm. I always say comps can go one of two ways. They can they can encourage you to get better, or they can put people completely off and they yeah. don't do another one. And this for this reason, they see a leaderboard score. Um, they go, I finished 12th, I really wanted to finish top 5, rather than going, well, I performed as best as I possibly could all weekend and I fell that, into that position. That's where I, I landed. Well, that's where I landed. Mm. Um, and, and they look at it 
like we say as a negative and go I never want to do another one of those again that was not where I wanted to be um, but there, there are obviously that can go one of two ways as well people get motivated from a negative score and want to work harder but I do see a lot of people get um, mm, disheartened yeah disheartened from scores yeah and as I said earlier uh, the the place in the leaderboard while you think you're in control you're really yeah. not there's too many there's way more factors that are out of your control than factors that are in your control mm. you can influence your place in, and say there's five workouts in the open or whatever there is three now um, and three workouts but then there's literally 200,000 people mm. who are influencing their places in every single workout yeah. which is going to mean that wherever you fall on that leaderboard is where you fall on that leaderboard and that's it and so let's uh, take um, have a chat to those scaled and intermediate athletes out there um, they know they're three months away from the Open. They've probably done the Open maybe a once or twice before. Mm. Um, what are your tips and recommendations for these people uh, and how they could perform better, to get, a better to get their best experience? Um, number one would be just uh, improving and increasing their general fitness um, leading into that period of time, so making sure they're... Um, consistent with turning up to classes this mm -hmm. will build the confidence to be able to go into the open and actually have a good time yeah um that's number one is just turning up and making sure you're training and not being sporadic with training um number two is develop your skills that are weaknesses yes the things um, that you're likely to see in the open right yes 100 percent. so we know that things like double unders pull-ups toe to bar um Maybe bar muscle ups, depending on where you fall in that, are gonna probably pop up at some point. Um, learning things like handstand push ups would be cool because yep. they can move you up a bunch of spots. Yeah, just having those, just having the skill itself will allow you to kind of be in the RX division and have a bit of time and have a bit of time. Yeah. Do things that uh, a little, they're, they're right on your your edge of ability, um, but you're able to do them. That's where you can get into that kind of state of flow and really put, um, have a good time and push yourself. Yep. And would you categorize like, say for example? someone was a little bit on the smaller side, maybe a little bit on the weaker side, um, doesn't move the barbell quite as well, putting some emphasis into um, their just raw strength in this next three months? Um, yeah, they can do. We only ever see, no, no, that's a lie. We don't only ever see. We often see heavy lifts under fatigue in the open. So it'll be a bunch of movements and then some mm. lifting. We have had uh, max lifts in the past, uh, at the beginning of workouts raw strength never hurts anybody mm. um like if you can get stronger and still maintain fitness or build fitness and confidence 100 percent do it lifting under fatigue at this point from now until the open i feel like people get better bang for buck in that regard they're going to get fitter <clears throat> you'll still get some strength or elicit some strength gains it's not going to be raw strength gains but you will get stronger um and like i say we do often at that time of the year see heavy barbells mm. moved or put in after capacity pieces where people are a little bit more fatigued and tired. So, like I say, it never hurts to build strength and get strong. Um, that's definitely uh, number one in regards to physical training anyway, is making sure you are strong or getting strength. But I think lifting a barbell um, after you've done a bunch of stuff yeah, is, is far more beneficial at this time of the year. And so really, if you were to put it into like one thing that people could do, it would be look at the previous opens yeah. see what would trip you up 
what are the things that you would be just absolutely punished for mm -hmm. on the leaderboard and prioritize working on that. Yeah, 100%. If, if you do that, that, that's the simplest sort of recipe. Yeah. Look at the last couple of opens. If you look, okay, there was pull-ups in the last two opens, there's bar muscle-ups in the last two opens, whatever. Um, I can't do those. Okay, well, I've got three months to work on them and try to get those. Yeah. Exactly like that. Simple as, but it's going to be the most effective use of your time to yes. give you the biggest chance of having a good time during the Open. 100%. And so, what about the slightly more advanced athletes, maybe the ones that are looking to get into quarters, um, maybe even potentially aiming for the semi-finals? Yeah, I think um, the periodization part of that comes a little bit more into play for these guys. Like, we want to have a good, robust engine now. So when we get into January, when the chaos starts to hit a little bit more, which means we get a little bit more mixed modal stuff, um, we get uh, a whole bunch more variants in the programming and stuff, then we've got that base already. We can continue um, getting more equipped for the Open, but also thinking beyond that, so making sure that um, we're doing some sport-specific stuff and knowing what's coming up. So we get ready for the open by training open workouts, and mm -hmm. then we get ready for quarterfinals by training the workouts that yes. previously we've seen in quarterfinals, that kind of stuff. Um, that would be the, the biggest bit of advice here. I've li literally put here adding chaos into the training um, regime, so touching on movements that we are going to see mm -hmm. multiple times a week. Um, and I, I know a lot of people don't like to do box jumps four times a week or whatever, and generally you'd want to get, give a little bit more variance in that. Um, anyway, but if you are training for the Open to get to that next stage or you're training for quarterfinals, we know that there are going to be specific movements that are going to come up within mm. those two um, competitions that we'd want to be pretty accustomed to doing mm -hmm. over and over and over for multiple reps. That'd be the biggest advice is train sport specific, build your engine now, make sure you're ready to go in January and then you've essentially got four months of competition specific stuff yep. from the Open to quarterfinals and if you make it even further than that you've already got that place there ready to go as well. If only people could find somewhere that provided a good program <laughs> exactly. that they could follow yep. that would help them with that. 100%. Do you know of anyone? Hmm. Think of anything. That's us. <laughs> when he gave performance. Yeah. Anyway, um, so plug. there you have it guys. Um, so three months of the Open, still plenty of time uh, to make a difference, to make some improvements, to make some changes. For those of you that are more at that uh, beginner level, scale level, intermediate level, we're trying to isolate weaknesses and work on them specifically. And then cover them in a nutshell for the more advanced athletes, if you were to put it in a, in a statement. Train multiple movements multiple times a week. There we go. There go. <laughs> Get ready for the open. <laughs> awesome, there you have it team. Thank you very much. We'll see you again next week. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.